This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Bill Cariola, Barry Heap, Paul Van Bremen, and Michael W. McClure, and by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity. The alarms went off because this is the rate at which it's likely to get worse fast. And we'd like to do whatever we can now to prevent that deterioration. Oh, no, 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 no. Next you're going to say I have to go out there and fix it. And folks... I wish we could tell you there was another way. Well, Nadia's making me a cake with candles. Now I know what to wish for. Relativity. Episode 56. In which starboard equals danger. Is this the same suit I wore five years ago? Well, you have plenty to choose from. Oh, it just feels... I don't remember it being this hard to move some parts of it, even in zero gravity. Well, don't make me say it, but... It is not tight in the middle. I'm I'm slimmer than I was, and I'm just... It's just difficult to move. Which was my actual point. I, I know. I'm an old man now. I was just going to say that it's been a while. Chris... Nadia. Would it be distracting to you if I connected my sensory monitoring stream to that of your suit? You're you're asking if you can come with me? In so many words, yes. Uh, Sophia, you're the boss. Actually, it might be very helpful to have the data from that sensory stream. So I can go? Permission to climb aboard the suit? Thank you. Connecting stream now. Uh, just so I understand, so, so Nadia's going to sort of inhabit my suit? It'll be like your suit will have tactile sensations. And I'll feel those. No, but she will. Such a computer will. This is exciting. We are going out into space. Uh, you're the brains of a whole spaceship, Nadia. I mean, you're out in space all the time. But I don't do it in the form of a person. Oh, you, you mean with arms and legs and... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Looks like you're ready, Doctor, if you have all your tethers and connectors. I wouldn't leave without them. How about that helmet? Uh, yeah, time to get inside the fishbowl. I'm afraid so. Okay. Helmet in place unlocked. Switching audio monitoring to your internal microphone. Same here. Then open the inner airlock hatch. And here's one of the bots. And... And the other one. It's getting crowded in here. You should all just fit. Well, it's going to be tight. Are you all in? Uh, we are all in. I can feel the robots pressing against me. Yeah, they're rude like that. Prepare for depressurization and close the hatch. Okay, closing the hatch. The gas volume surrounding the suit is diminishing rapidly. Right, and I am connecting tethers. And we show zero. That's what I show here, too. Are you tethered in? I am. Then open the outer hatch. Opening the hatch now. The door to the outside. Feeling the vibration. Rather unpleasant sensation on the skin of the suit. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the robots just went out into space. I, gu- I guess they're supposed to lead the way. Huh? They're... Their propulsion systems are obviously functioning perfectly. And I'm already getting solid data from them. Excellent. Uh, it's been a while since I looked out into space from the ship like this. I I do it 
every once in a while, you know, by electronic monitor, but it is not the same. And uh, there are qualities or there are details that must be seen with the human eye, I think. Any new observations? Yes. Uh, Nadia, are you still in touch with Prithvi? Of course. Uh, uh, please record what I'm about to say and, and send it to him. Do we have a minute? Can I... Prithvi, what I tried to describe before, what I what I see out here, I used language that was uh, well, not inaccurate, but but incomplete. I, th- I think I said that it's like every time stream or whatever you call it is all superimposed on all the others, but it it's really more like they're oscillating because they sort of flicker or pulse in and out of focus from my perspective. I I. Like some areas are expanding as others are contracting from my point of view, which actually now that I say that, that makes sense. And they're all, and all of these movements are synchronized. Like the plants in the rainforest. And in the habitat. Just, just send that to him, Nadia, okay? I don't, I don't know if that'll be any help to him or not, but that's just, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing right now. And you should be seeing my surprise by now. Uh, if you mean that jet cycle slowly approaching, yes. Yeah, you like it? I don't know, Marcus. I I know it was incredibly complex and challenging to bring it up here from the far end of the ship, and I, I so admire your skill in doing that. Marcus has been practicing this for weeks, just in case it was ever needed. And, and that is amazing, but I am not a... Uh, I have never been a motorcycle person. No, and that's the beauty of this. All you have to do is get on. Well, I'll steal it around to the worksite. See, I was afraid of this. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna sit on this contraption here in deep space, and I'm going to disconnect myself from the ship. Yes. And, and let somebody a bazillion miles away drive it. Yes. Yes. Somebody who can't see what's happening. I have all of your position data right here. And I can supplement the coordinates he will have. Nadia, whose side are you on? Yours, of course. I wish only to help you succeed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm asking an electronic system if she thinks an electronic system can be trusted. I will ignore that condescending statement. Peter used a jetpack. Not much difference from this cycle. And he was insane. That is not a good endorsement. Chris, I would not have approved this if I did not have confidence in it. Oh, you're that sure? I am. I really am. This is, in fact, what the jet cycles were made for. Okay, if if Sophia thinks something's a good idea, it probably is. Thank you very much. I've learned a lot over the years. Okay, I am reaching out to the space chopper. Will your tether reach that far, or should I... Oh, I got it. Get a solid grip on it and connect the free tether to the central column. Right in front of oh, you. Oh, yeah, I see. There's a loop built into it for, look, for that very purpose. That's what it is. Are you hooked onto that? I am. Do you feel ready to disconnect from the ship? Uh, not until I can... Oh, oh no, okay, yeah. I I wanted to feel the vibration in the vehicle. I, I didn't want to do anything until I felt like the motor was running. It's just been idling. All right, then I am untethering from Konyachny. And I am disconnected. Wow. Where are the robots? Oh, they are now hovering in formation, sort of... Sort of behind me. I I take it you told them to stay within a meter of me because that is clearly what they're doing. You got it. Okay, Marcus, I'm I'm as ready as I'm likely to ever be. Starting off very slowly. Uh 
Yeah, uh, okay. If you call this slowly. Uh, I'm keeping close to the hole so that in the unlikely event anything goes wrong... I'll be smeared across the exterior of the ship. Oh, yeah, nice. We're never going to get up to that kind of speed. Uh, from here, it really looks like the ship is moving by pretty fast. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's like being in, in, in an underground station when the express train comes through. We're not going to place you in any danger. Uh, any unnecessary danger. Yeah, I was going to say. I believe I am very close to feeling wind blowing across the external surfaces of the suit. Well, that's your, uh, that's your imagination. My point exactly. Yeah. Wow, we are already approaching the prow of the ship. Roger that. We see your position. Uh, I have to admit, this is much, much easier than climbing hand over hand the whole length of the forward section. And we have a lot further to go this time. So far that we were worried you'd never make it. I'd be offended if I didn't agree with you completely. Should be coming around the prow now and headed down the starboard side. I love that we still use those old, old nautical terms, you know, as if... (laughs) In this case, as if every possible facet of the ship isn't the starboard side. Well, we had to call it something. And saying it's the right side is kind of boring. Kind of is. So why not? Why not connect with our past like that? Oh, right. No, I, I do. I love it. I, okay, coming on to the starboard side. You know, I've never seen this part of the ship before. I've been all over the port side, you know, when, when we came aboard and, and on my EVA, but this is terra incognita. It's just a mirror image of the other side. Well, yeah. Approaching the hub? Uh, yes, and the crew section looks very, very big from right here at the habitat. It's, it's, it's like a planet, a big drum-shaped planet. It is a planet, an artificial planet with its habitable surface inside. Well, that's a good point, Nadia. Thank you. Slowing to approach the crew section. I hope you've noticed how much better this EVA is going than the last one. Even with more personalities involved. That may even help. Yeah, maybe. I hope you are counting me among those personalities. I am. I absolutely am. Nadia, it does seem like you keep looking for new things to try. It's like you want to experience everything that you possibly can. That's exactly right. I do. Is that why you wanted to take over the instrumentation in Dr. Mason's suit? Absolutely. It seems very much like having a physical body of my own. Well, right now, it's more like you're my second skin. I I don't... I can't imagine what that's like. Oh, It is an extremely enlightening experience. I am close to you, all around your body, and for once I can feel you inside me. It is, I suppose, as close as you and I could come to having sexual intercourse. Well, uh, you should be right at the rotation gap now. Thank you, Marcus. And, uh, uh, now you are going to stop this thing, right? Slowing you to a stop now. Did I say something wrong? No, not right now, Nadia, okay. From here, you should be able to look directly into the fluid gap. The space between the rotating and the stationary parts of the forward section. Yep. Chris, I'm increasing the brightness of our headlights. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, our headlights are, are perfect now. Yes, thank you. Can you see anything that looks out of place? Anything that is a different color or texture? Not really, not yet. You know, I, I didn't even ask, why am I on the starboard side of the ship if we didn't exactly know where the damage is? The rotation imbalance indicates the resistance is on this aspect of the axis. Okay, yeah, that does make sense. And, and uh, hey, Mission Control? Mission Control, aye. And all this pale gray metal, I just spotted something silver 
something ragged and silver right at the gap, and the hub is definitely dragging against... Oh, I, I can see sparks. Bingo, can you describe the location? Yeah, there's something etched into the metal, and it says... It nuts it. Uh, 15. Hey, you've learned some Russian after all. Yeah, well, I have a lot of time on my hands. Your visual matches our telemetry. You're at Fluid Gap Transit Arc 15. I really do apologize if I said anything that caused offense or embarrassment. It's okay, Nadia. Uh, uh, boy, Control, you were right. I can see now that there is plenty of room for me to uh, go down in there and, and try to wrestle that thing out. Not that that's something I really want to try to do. Let's save that as a last resort. Good, that's me, the last resort. I believe the Russian word for that is konyechny. You should be proud, Chris. Even if this is all you do on this spacewalk, you visually detected the precise location of the object where all other scans had failed. Now the robots can be directed to the place their force can be applied. Robots should be moving now. Thank you, Nadia. So come on, robot guys. Yank that thing out of there. Converging. Analyzing data from the close-range sensor. The object's composition matches materials found at Junction Omega. Ha <laughs> Something that was ejected from Junction Omega when Peter Miblin's simple bomb exploded. I theorize, this fragment struck the forward bulkhead of the habitat and was essentially stuck there for a time, but was eventually freed by the centrifugal force of the habitat's rotation. Robot arm connecting now. Grip closing. Pull force set. Set. Execute pullback. Pulling, a lot of resistance. Pull to max. At max, debris is not moving. All right, get that guy out of here. Bring up the big guy. Robot 2 coming in. Ah, uh, Robot 2 looks like he's the guy with all the muscle. Correct. Heavy-duty arm. Robot 2 contact with debris. Close that grip. Arm grasping the debris. Grip force 70%. Pull strength? 80%. It's not buzzing. Increase both to max. 90%. 95. 100. Nope, it has not budged. Debris is still in place. Damn it! Whatever that thing is, it it's jammed enough to stay. Okay, so I take it this is where I go down there and try whatever I can do. Chris, let us be realistic. The robot's heavy-duty arm has a grip force of 1,500 kilos. Yeah, but I, if I understand right, I'm not trying to beat the robot at arm wrestling, right? I'm, we're just trying to get a jagged piece of metal out of a gap between two... It's one of those things that a human, that somebody or something with two arms and two legs and a few million years of evolution is, I don't know, uniquely equipped to do. Marcus, recommended procedure? Electromagnetic grip. Lower him with the power winch. Ah, uh, yeah, the electromagnets. You should have them on board. They attach to the soles of your boots. I see them, yeah. I'm putting them on now. How about the attachment for the power winch cable? Uh, yeah. Let me get this other magnet on my boot. Okay, yeah, the winch cable attachment, I got it in my hand, in my glove. I feel it. Attach that to the sternum hook. Maybe a little difficult to see. No, fortunately, I know where my sternum is. I'm latching the cable on now. And it's connected. She's right, it is. Now, once you're free of the vehicle, you'll have to free jump to Konyechny while we manage your velocity and braking with the winch motor. <laughs> you'll need the tool bag as well. I'm on one of the winch hooks, and I have the tool bag on the on the other. All right, then. Unclip yourself from the support column. Okay, unclipped, so... The only thing I'm attached to now is the winch cable. And the winch motor clutch is open. 
So right now, you have all the outward potential you need. Uh, so you want me to just, um, dive off of here, huh? Whenever you're ready. If I wait too long, I'll chicken out completely, so I better just... Uh, okay. Uh, uh, whoa. Tension on the sternum loop. That's very reassuring. Engaging the winch now. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. You're at resistance zero now, but we'll slow your forward motion when you get closer. Uh, actually, you know, this is... Uh, this is actually easier than stepping away from the ship, because I, I, I can look... I, I feel like I'm headed towards solid ground. Even though you and the ship and the bots are traveling at 82% of the speed of light. Yeah, that's just numbers. And yet your breath rate and pulse are both accelerating. Well... Well, those are just numbers, too, but, uh, but yeah, Marcus, the, the ship is, uh, I, I'm falling toward it very fast. Understood. Slowing you more. Yeah, oh, okay, that's better. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, and I'm passing the robots now. Hi, guys. Looking good? The trick here is to get you on the stationary section and Yeah, not... I do not want to hit that rotation, <laughs> but it looks like, uh, well, I'm really close to the rotating part, Marcus. What, what, Pull him back if you have to. I'm moving a vehicle 2X along the ship axis. If that doesn't work, get one of the bots Okay, it, no, it's working. I'm moving away. I feel it, too. Definitely moving away from the danger zone. Yeah, th that's much better, folks. Thank you. You should be about a meter from the hull now. Yeah, so I, uh... Why do I just wait until my feet touch the hull? When you feel like you have a solid place to stand, just reach out with your legs. Oh, okay. Um, all right, I'm doing it now. Oh, I am too old for this. Nonsense, you're doing fine. Oh, okay, oh, touchdown. We are on the hull of the ship. Yeah, the turkey has landed. Very good. But did you get anywhere near the side of the damage? It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Marcus and I are a good team. I would say all four of us make a good team. You're sure you can reach the debris? No, that's what I'm saying. I, I With a little effort, I think I could bend down here and just touch it. I can feel the energy waves emitted by the hub engine. We are very close to the rotation gap. I can only imagine what that looks like from where you are. To describe this vista from our perspective... Hey, no, no, I, let, let the one who has eyeballs answer that question, all right? It, it looks like... I, this must be what it would be like to be an ant who, for some reason, climbed under the axle of a rolling wagon, just watching the wheel go round and round and wondering if it is suddenly going to crush it. You are at the rotation gap, and that is very, very dangerous. Uh, right, because the width here is, uh... Should be 7.5 centimeters. Yeah, I'd say about uh, 7.5 centimeters, which to me looks like it just wants me to get my hand or foot stuck in there. If you did, the hand or foot would most likely be twisted and pulled yeah, beyond uh, okay. the limits of your body or your suit, and would be instantly severed. Which would not only okay. cause massive bleeding, but would avoid the environment inside Nadia, your suit. We get the picture, to... Nadia. No, I have human fear instincts. All right, I don't. I don't. You don't have to explain to me why this is an insanely dangerous place to be. I understand. Does the debris look like something you could get a pry bar under? Yeah, unfortunately, the best place to do that it looks like it would be on the rotation side. No, absolutely not. Oh, I was not about to volunteer. Do you think it's worth a try from where you are? From where I am, it's it's possible. I mean, if I can't if I can't budge it from here, maybe I could beat it into a shape that would work itself free. Or, are the robots close to you? They're hovering right overhead, like uh, like angels or vultures. Let's go with angels. We're relying on your judgment here. Fish out whatever crowbar you think will do the job. 
Uh, I don't know if this is really a crowbar. This is a, I got a long piece of metal here that I can't identify. Is that okay? Roger that. Good, because it's just a long, flat piece of thick steel. Or probably something harder than steel, right? Uh, so yeah, I think this will do nicely. Let us know what you're doing. Remember, all we can see is your location and the location of the bots. Well, um, I am sliding one end of this bar under a corner of the debris and <laughs> and realizing that I I guess I thought I was gonna create a lever like this and uh, put all your weight on the other end yeah and I don't have any do I I don't know what I was thinking a lever still works in zero gravity you just can't use weight as force applied no I just no I, I just pushed down a little bit on it and I can feel the magnetic boots start to give way I, if I push down hard enough I'll just I could fling myself off into space. Um, oh, but you know, there is something here. There is a, I don't know what you call it. There's just sort of U-shaped piece of metal here, right here on plate uh, 15. And I can, I could get my boot under that and I will be braced against the, yeah, I, 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 I am braced against the hull of the ship here. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to lever it out again. The robot arm did pull as hard as it could. Yeah, but see, all the robots could do is pull away. I am using the oldest and simplest machine, and by God, they built the pyramids of Egypt like this, so I think I felt the thing move. I'm going to try it again. Uh, I felt it too. A definite vibration. Yeah. Okay. I think... One more good effort ought to... Ah! Robot sensors show object moving away from the ship. Ah, you did it! Chris, that was... Emergency. Severe damage to EVA suit. Environment compromised. Chris, Chris talk to me. Yeah, I kind of cut myself on that bar when I... Emergency. Severe damage to EVA suit. Environment compromised. Severe damage to EVA suit. Environment compromised. Emergency. Severe damage to EVA suit. Relativity. Episode 56. In which starboard equals danger. Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackelford. Featured in the cast were, Alana Jordan, Clarence Brown, and Lee Shackelford. The role of central computer Nadia was played by herself. Please rate this program and leave a comment about it wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us attract new listeners to share this journey. And find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, and connect with us through social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.